do do it is us again and we're back bet y'all bitches missed us ha 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 that's all i had to say for the whole thing <laughs> nice guess who's back back, back again. again pillow talks back tell a friend guess who's back guess who's back guess who's back guess who's back Yeah, I think that was enough too. All right, you guys <laughs> know what it is. It's Pillow Talk, and we're back. Mm-hmm. The Daily's podcast about sex, dating, and all that's in between. Yeah. I'm Christine McManigle. And I'm Chelsea Langang. We've been gone for a year. It's been a full year. It doesn't yeah. seem like a full year. It's been a full year, though. I'm going to stop saying full year. We really Shit missed ha- you guys. We did miss you guys. Shit's happened. You know, just, you know, leaving, leaving the Daily for a short period of time, coming back. Depression. Depression. Uh, I took a contract. That ended. We're back. Yeah. We're we're back again, and that's the only thing that matters. And also, apparently, the publication board does not deem sexual health and wellness and dating and topics along those lines as um, useful to the student population. That was one reason why we did not continue this. Hey, but the only thing that really matters is that we're back. And also, if you have any strong opinions about how it does matter, send us some tweets. Yeah, yeah, like, our Twitter, it's there. Please use it. Email me. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'll even give you my phone number one day. You know, just, like, hit me up, and then we'll you can, like, tell us good things or bad things. Hopefully good things. Or, you know, just entertain us. So, um, talking about sex today. <laughs> what else would we be talking about? <laughs> but, um, not we're just... not having it. I know. Wah, wah. Oh, insert sad trombone here. <laughs> I don't feel like a sad trip. I was like thinking, do I have that on, like on my phone? I think I only have the boo 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 boo, not the, the John Cena one. Mm-hmm. You know, this is really similar to the episode that we basically left off on last year, where we talked with Alex Burrell. He's the um, he was my predecessor here, and well, he's a good journalist. He graduated from here, and then he got a job. He's actually doing it, unlike some of us. And we talked about him not having sex his career is first right now and he's just too fucking busy and you know i never thought i was gonna say i'm too busy for sex until now yeah it i think like it's like the fact that like being like too busy but then also how your work life and the amount of stress that you have has such an impact on your libido it's not even funny i've met so many people and this is like a personal situation of mine right now (laughs) haha Of, like, where people who are being, like, overworked and, like, who are just stressed out about everything are, like, too depressed to have sex. And I never thought that would be ever. I never thought that would be something that would ever impact my life. For sure. You know, with my partner, I I think this pattern that we're in right now, like, for sure, we are not doing anything at this moment. Like, for winter quarter, winter quarter has always been really bad. I think most students say that. It's the lack of sunlight. It's the fact that the quarter is actually one week shorter and you don't realize how that actually makes an impact on your studies. But I think it goes back to when we moved in. 
And it's not that us moving in together caused issues. It was the fact that as we moved in together, he also developed an anxiety disorder at the exact same time. And those have its own reasons, not necessarily the you know, moving in aspect, but, you know, he, he that happens with men in their 20s. They can cause, you know, schizophrenia comes up in your 20s. Mm-hmm. For him, he got panic and he got a panic disorder. And so with that, like, sex started happening just a little bit less. Mm-hmm. And it's very so gradual. It is very gradual. Like, I'm just thinking, like, you know, the first six months we were dating, pretty regular, pretty often, maybe multiple times a day, usually multiple times a day. Same. If, if we had access to it. And then it just, you know, turned into once a day and then once every other day. And then it, you start getting dry spells. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't know, like, mental health is really important when it comes to sex. People don't like having sex when they don't feel good about themselves, usually. I think for me, um, I one of the reasons why I just don't even feel like turned on sometimes with stress, I gained some weight. And that like, I didn't like look at myself in the mirror, but, like I fucking hate myself. Like it was just like, oh, like I have gained some weight. Like that doesn't feel good, but I'm not like super depressed about it. It's something I can you know, lose. But then I think like in the back of my mind, something kind of switched a little bit. And I was like, you know, I don't love myself as much though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely has been like the same thing with me and my partner about how like I've noticed that, you know, I feel like when you get to a certain point in your relationship, you start kind of like falling into habits. Mm-hmm. And especially when it comes to eating certain kinds of foods, like him and I would definitely like we would we definitely get into our depressive episodes like together or like we'll be around each other. And then we will eat basically the worst thing for us. And him and I together have gained some weight because of like him gaining a little bit of weight. It's had a completely like different effect on him uh, just because in our relationship, I definitely have the higher metabolism out of the two of us. And so like bad things kind of just like shed right off of me. And like, yeah, I definitely have gained like, like more so like 10 pounds but you know thicker ass am I right ladies um (laughs) um, but I definitely have noticed that it has had a completely different impact on him and how he tells me about how like he doesn't feel good about himself anymore and how uh then like that causes like another like spiral of like oh man like not being like good enough and then like oh man like feeling like depressed Ah, can't like do all these different things that I like want to do like it definitely has had an impact on like him making music and like like waking up at like a reasonable time and just kind of being a human and we talk about it and like he is very very apologetic when I bring up because like yeah I definitely would be feeling better if I was having sex because that to me is such a validating feeling and it's like yeah hell yeah I'm getting boned right now what the fuck yeah (laughs) I'm clearly hot as shit And, like, I totally understand, though, that, like, maybe, no, 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 not maybe, that he's different about that. Like, that he wants to be, like, completely, like, 100% about himself so that he can give me that when we're in the bedroom, you know what I'm saying? But. Yeah, for sure. And then I feel like it's more than just sex. So, like, like you said, like, it's it's a habit thing. It's also a lifestyle thing. So, if you're not having sex, it's kind of a barometer for the rest of your lifestyle mm-hmm. so for you know for your partner's case it was it's like a mental health issue which led into also like a physical issue because of the you know eating and things like that and all those things like they affect it really goes into like every little aspect and so like we always say like oh like you know sex is like a good indicator for what your relationship's like 
I feel like that applies in this case as well. Like, oh, like something's not quite right. I just don't feel good about myself. I need to like start working yeah. on something. And like, I'll take my partner. So he also gained weight when we started dating. And what he did is he's been going to the gym a lot more lately, like every day, at least once a day. Nice. Which is good for him. Like, I'm really happy. And he's already lost some weight and he, or he, he lost some fat and then gained muscle. So same, same difference. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's feeling a lot better about himself. Like, I can I see him and he's like, I should look in the mirror and he's enjoying what he sees and he'll like send me videos like oh look how cute i look and he's it's like him flexing at the gym which i hate those photos like i hate those kinds of but also like good for him good for him i'm happy for him and now i'm just like fuck what about me i got like i gotta work on myself Mm -hmm. and for for him it's a lot easier for him to work out because he takes fewer credits than i do his job is has a consistent schedule and while i love working here the daily things change every day and there's meetings and my i don't have a set schedule i would like a schedule a lot but with due to the nature of news, you don't really get a set schedule. So I sit there and I think, how am I going to take care of myself? And I haven't figured it out yet. Like, I haven't found time yet. And it is only week one like, of school, but I want to figure something out. I feel that. I totally feel that. I also feel like maybe if I started, like, doing something like that, just like what you were saying, I think it would, I think it might, like, help, like, motivate my partner to, like, start doing stuff. I was really, really proud of him, though, because he, like, brought up the fact that, like, maybe he wants to start, not maybe, that he wants to start going to therapy, Mm -hmm. and I really think that that's going to help him a lot with, like, talking to someone who's not me or his best friend about, like, what's going on in his head, because, you know, I don't have all the answers, and plus, I'm biased, like, (laughs) like, I I, I don't love him. Yeah, no, I do love him, and yeah, and I think that just getting some help and, like, working on yourself is so important. And we've been not necessarily, like, taking, like, more time apart from each other, but, like, spending more time, like, focusing on ourselves, which has been, like, really nice for me to have, like, kind of a breather and just focus on, like, what I want to do. And I've been able to see, like, my friends more. And that's been cool. And I just want him to get better because I really miss having sex. But I also really love him, so. Are you still masturbating? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I know my partner still masturbates. Like, he said, <laughs> not that I'm, like, accusing him, like, dudes masturbate, touch your dick, good for you. But we're talking about it. And he was, I was like, when do you do it? And this is, you know, maybe, like, a month ago. So, like, it was when things are less sexy. And he, was, he told me, like, oh, I do it, like, three in the morning. Like, while you're right there? Yes. <laughs> I'm, by three, I am dead asleep. And he has insomnia, and so he's awake. <laughs> he's awake then. And then I was like, "Wait, is he like doing it to you? Did you ask him that? Like, like if he's like like looking at you, and he's just like." I haven't asked him that. You should ask him that. I, I'll ask him that. No, th- and then I was like, you know, we don't keep Kleenexes in the in the bedroom. Like, wh- like, are you just, like, jacking off into your socks or something? He's like, no, I just get up and I walk to the bathroom. I'm like, you walk across the apartment with cum on your chest to go clean up. My God. I wonder how many times he's gotten a little bit in his mouth. In his mouth? Yeah. Um, I'm sure he has, or, like, towards, like, it's happened. Like, guys get themselves in the face. <laughs> it comes shy. <laughs> like, literally. I remember when I was, like, I was, like, 14 or, no, I was 15. It was with my first long-term boyfriend, and that was, like, a mistake I made because I was, you know, you give hand jobs when you're 15, and... Fuck hand jobs. I angled it, 
too like the angles too acute so it's closer to his body and therefore more direct towards his face oh my god did you get in his eye no i remember like he was getting close and then he looked at us like what the fuck are you doing no move that shit like oh my god christine well he, I, he didn't want to get you know a facial uh, i understand that facials aren't I great i hate hand jobs i think that's because i just don't have like enough like hand muscles to actually like properly like do it and also i feel like like i know for a fact that guys do that for themselves and of course i'm not going to do it as well as they do because mm -hmm. like i feel like when you're pleasuring yourself they know it's good yeah and then you're like oh yeah i can like keep going or i can go at like this vigorous rate and i'm just like oh oh i'm tired bye no for sure <laughs> and you know hand jobs they're they're not the most fun i don't know where to look like, am know. I supposed to look at the dick, or am I supposed to, like, look at you and be like, pat, pat, I don't, pat, 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 pat. I don't like, know make eye contact with me, I Christine. don't know what... <laughs> Chelsea's trying to make eye contact as she's faffing. <laughs> I don't know where to look, and, like, I don't know what facial expression to have, because you're not getting off as much. Like, you may enjoy pleasuring him, and that's ego-boosting. Like, it makes you feel like, oh, shit, like, I am in control of his orgasm. And that's, that's, like... That's hot. It's hot. But you're not getting turned on. Like you're not. You're not like. You're not gonna come from this. Like when you're having sex, you are like in the throes of passion. You have a very like people like you. You have a facial expression. You don't care what your face looks like because you're enjoying what's being done. To exactly. You. But hand jobs are one sided. Suck. So what the fuck do you do? Nine times out of ten, I will always automatically just go for a blowjob. Blowjobs are easier, and like you, it doesn't really matter what your face looks like because your dicks, his dicks in your face. He doesn't care what your face looks like because your dicks in his mouth, or and his then dicks and <laughs> his dicks in your, your mouth. dicks in his mouth. <laughs> nothing I mean, against gay, yeah, nothing against gay shit, but like, you know what Christine meant, yeah. Or I'm just like, ooh, why don't we sixty nine? Because like the guys are like, oh shit. Do you do you like sixty nine? I do like sixty nine. I do. I like it too traditionally the woman's on top for this mm -hmm. and i've ha i have done it with the guy on top and i fucking hate it oh really i do i think that'd be hard though because you're supposed to be like exactly you can't and move then, your you can't bob your and then head. you're kind of just like like you're doing like the patrick thing um from spongebob the little 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 but like all up on a dick um uh but yeah i for a long time there for a long time i couldn't 69 all of high school, I had problems doing it because hmm. I remember I, you know, I was fine with it. And then um, you know that one story about how a girl, um, her genital wart or something like she had a cyst, and the guy popped it <gasps> in his mouth with his mouth. Oh, it's like a thing on it was a, it was a Reddit. Of course, it was a thing on fucking Reddit. And that shit skeeved me out so much that I six like I stopped doing it until this current partner. Damn, dude. I did 69 for, like, three years? Whoa. Uh, no, 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 more than three years. Hold on, hold on. No, like, five years. Dude, have any of you ever 69 in a forest? That shit's crazy. Why a forest? Because you couldn't go home? Yeah. This was when I was, like, 16 years old. So, did you put, like, a towel down? Yeah, there was a blanket. Oh, okay. I, I took was... that blanket away immediately. You didn't reuse it for, like, that purpose? No. Okay. It smelled really bad, and I was like, no, my parents will smell this sex blanket. And his parents would have smelled the sex blanket, too. I I enjoy the fact that people know what sex smells like. Yeah, and at the same time, it really bothers me. Because I'm like, like, when I was younger, I was trying to, like, get away with being, like, really, really sneaky. But at the same time, I couldn't because, like, oh, you know what I smell like. 
my dad told me when I first told him, like, this was, like, a year ago. I was like, oh, yeah, by the way, I have sex. And he's like, the fuck? I've known this forever. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, a certain smell and plus you have, like, a certain glow after you have sex. And oh, I'm like, my God. And I'm like, dad, I could have gone my whole life without knowing that. Please shut the fuck up. I wish you hadn't told me that. Sorry. With my, like, first high school boyfriend, like, we would, like, hook up, do shit. And then my dad always picked me up afterwards. <gasps> Steve... <laughs> always pick me up from the house in his in his cowboy hat and be like you need your last talk christine <laughs> i would describe my father as a liberal metrosexual space cowboy. oh my god so would i it's the, that's actually like really like spot on my father wears alligator boots he does in cowboy hats but oh. he is from eugene oregon and when ever since i can remember when he and i like go out Gay men have hit on him. I need to tell all of you something very important about Christine's dad. One time I was dating this, um, well, my current partner is also from Texas, but my boyfriend before that was also from Texas. And Mm. Christine, um, I went over to um, his house and Christine was also invited, but so was Christine's dad. And... Well, we were, Chelsea's ex and my my family were neighbors. Yeah, like a block away. Yeah, it was was like a thing. But... um, Christine's dad walks up to my uh, boyfriend at the time and, like, his dad, very, very, like, true true and true Texans, and then, like, goes, like, how's my outfit? <laughs> He's wearing a fucking cowboy hat and some fucking cowboy boots and, like, a collared shirt, and, like, he looks like like a pew-pew, like, I'm from the Wild West. Yeehaw, Steve. I'm a yeehaw, Steve. And, like... <laughs> I remember my boyfriend's face was like, uh, and then like had to turn away because he's like, what the fuck? The only thing that could have made it better if your dad was wearing a bolo tie. My father's never, I've never seen my father wear a tie. I'm gonna, when is his birthday? I'll buy him a bolo tie. It's October. Okay, buying him a bolo tie with like his birthday gemstone in it. You know, that's kind of ironic you said that (laughs) because his birthday is an opal, which is actually used for bolo ties. Oh my god, your dad was. Oh my god, when they start the next season of Westworld comes out in 2020, you should get your dad to audition for it. (laughs) Also, have you ever seen so much splendor? People also see my dad looks like Alton Brown. Your dad totally looks like Alton Brown. He like whipping it up in the kitchen. I've been trying to avoid that one. Steve is a magical being. Dude, metrosexual space cowboy. You know, he always tells me, like, when he was, was it, he was, like, 17, the local radio station guy came over, and, you know, my dad lives in Oregon, where you gas people's cars, so my dad's high school job was gassing people's cars, and this, like, local hotshot's like, you want to come on my boat with me? You know, fuck, basically. You want to come on my boat with me? You know what I mean? Come on my boat? Mm-hmm, exactly. Like, my I'm very confused. Oh, this makes so much sense. Because, like, I'm eight, you know, I look pretty Asian. My father married an Asian woman. And people always thought my dad adopted me, like a gay person. <gasps> oh, my God. This makes a lot of sense now. Even though I look like my father, I look like Steve. But people always assumed. Yeah, you do look like Steve. People always assumed, because I was Asian looking, I was Asian Steve, that. <laughs> Asian Steve. Oh, my God. Can you change, like, all Twitter handles to Asian Steve? What do you mean? Like, not all Twitter handles. I mean, like, all social media handles that you have to tw- uh, to, to Asian Steve. And then your dad's going to be like, 
What intonation? <laughs> I like. I might do that. See, the, the only thing I can change would be my Instagram. Okay. But my Instagram's a nickname that I like. Christus. I snatched that shit up in high school, and that was like this is like a variation of a spelling as well because it was already taken. Who the fuck has that taken? Some weird ass people. That's how uh, my boyfriend's so mad all the time about how someone has this one name that he really wants for his Instagram, and mm-hmm. then he always, like, tweets at them, and he's like, give me your fucking name! Because they haven't been, like, active in, like, three-plus years. Oh, my God. I mean, like, is there, is there, can, can you get deactivated? I think you can, but I think it takes, like, a really long time. And Instagram hasn't been around long enough for that to happen. I know. Well, I remember that one time, like, a few years back, they, like, got rid of, like, all these ghost followers. Mm-hmm. And then, like, my Twitter following amount, like, went down from, like, 3,000 people to, like, 2,000. And I was, like, rip Damn. chill. <laughs> Do you know what's the funniest fucking thing? Mm. So my friend, my friend bought, so, you know, the Billie Eilish concert? Yeah. She bought the VIP ticket, which was $700. To see a 16-year-old. She's 17. Let's, no, let's... no, no, she's 16. I literally just read something that says she was 17 years she's old. 16. Because I just read, I just watched an article. Unless if she just turned 17. She might have. But anyway, so my friend, she buys her a Billie Eilish ticket. I'm like, what the fuck? But okay. And then she gets notified by um, like StubHub or something like that. You know, one of the one of the online ticket venues. Oh, no, Ticketmaster. She gets notified by Ticketmaster. Oh, um, so we have to return your ticket because they all got sold out immediately. And they, were, they weren't able to keep up with all the tickets being sold out. What had happened was a bunch of fucking bots bought all the tickets. <laughs> so here's my friend. My, here's my friend, like, a legit, like, blood and flesh person buying her ticket only to be bought out by bots, like, milliseconds after. Dude, that fucking sucks ass. Like, she got her money back, but she was just like, what the fuck? Okay, and but then, first off, what is your friend doing spending $700 on a Billie Eilish ticket? I wish I had that privilege. <laughs> That's how much my fucking rent is, everybody. You know, the really funny thing is, she's the most unprivileged person I know. Are you serious? Yeah, her parents are like. Which uh, person is this? It's Jaina. Oh. Like Jaina. Jaina's spending seven hundred dollars on a Billie Eilish ticket. I need some more. I need to have some words with her. Like this is the only money I've seen her splurge on herself. Wow. And she splurged it on Billie Eilish. <laughs> Got it right back. If you like her new album. It's okay, I understand. But if you tell me that it's experimental and revolutionary, you're it's wrong. Not. Someone told me that Billie Eilish is changing pop music. Someone told it's me not pop Billie, music. Someone told me Billie Eilish is the new Nirvana, and that made me want to kill myself. Okay? No. Grunge isn't reborn. Grunge died. Grunge died. Grunge and died with Kurt Cobain's death, y'all. That's okay. Y'all. Yeah, and, like, that's fine, because now we can remember it as something that was amazing. But if you were trying to, like, bring grunge back, like, you can The only can't... people that can bring grunge back are, like, Mud Honey, which was a grunge band. Okay, hello, everybody. Sorry about Pillow Talk, but we're now a music channel. <laughs> I mean, like, you can fuck to Billie Eilish. Like, I, I would pop some zannies and fuck. Dude, the there, is some, there is some weird like idea and like some Sigmund Freud kind of shit there if you were fucking to a 16 year old girl la Christine I didn't say I didn't say I did I fucked to Anderson Pack. that's what I actually did oh dude I would fuck to Anderson Pack. Mm-hmm. by the way I'm going to Anderson Pack, so you guys can find me there and see Christine fucking 
I mean, I'll probably just be like bobs out, like I know. in some shorts. You can also catch me raving at the slushy concert later this month, oh where I literally will be mostly naked. Hey, you guys can catch me at my home, uh, you know, sleeping and being depressed and eating Taco Bell from Postmates. What's up? You know, I do Taco Bell from Grubhub. Fuck yeah. I have a very Grubhub is too far. Like, it won't ever let me do it because it says I'm too far, but then Postmates will let me do it. But Because Postmates or whatever. Yeah. Chelsea's getting bored. I'm not getting bored. I'm just tired. I've been at work since like Dude, 10 a.m. I'm exhausted. This quarter, I have 8.30s. I fucking dropped out of STEM. And I thought when I dropped out of STEM... Your life would be better? My life would be better. And I would never take another 8.30 lecture ever yeah, my why fucking are you life doing this it's dude they put media ethics at 8 30 this quarter that's dumb if you're a journalism kid you don't have 8 30 classes you have like 2 30 classes i was gonna or say like, you have like the easy life that's how i am with my graphic design classes they're 8 30s no 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 they're like two o'clock in the afternoon yeah because they know <laughs> art kids like art hoes like stay up all night and then we just like put caffeine in our veins well if you like, think about morning. it who's teaching the art ho classes Art hoes. Art hoes. They, they fucking know. They can't get up that fucking I mean, early. I mean, to be honest, my journalism teacher, like, that morning, the, the first class this, cor- this like this week, he was like, yo, guys, I don't fucking want to be here, but let's fucking just deal with it. Damn. Because he knows, too. I remember too. the same shit with um, Mr. Smith from Ballard. He always, even by the time we got to, like, our fifth period class, he was like, I'm fucking tired, and I want to go home. And we were like... Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, Mr. Smith was our advisor back in high school. He's he's an interesting character. He had his favorites. Yeah, I was not one of them. I neither was your neither was your high school boyfriend. Who? Your high school boyfriend was not one of my favorites. Or no, was, was it? not one of Smith's favorites. Like, Alan? He couldn't go into the newsroom. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because Alan had graduated by that point. Why would Mr. Smith let a, <laughs> basically a super senior, the amount of time that Alan spent at the fucking high school? Dude, he could have graduated twice with the amount of time that he tried to spend with me there. Ugh, I hated him. I still hate him. He still tries to talk to me. The other day, he like texted me, and he's like, my girlfriend got into some Twitter beef. And I was like, do I look like I give a fuck? Wait, why would he text you? He's like, oh, Chelsea, let me tell you about the drama about my life. What the fuck? He was also one of the first people to compliment me on my new hair. And I'm like, no. Bye. Oh, but I was going to say something about, um, oh, yeah. So when I was a senior in high school, I got mono. Don't know why, but fun fact. We do know why. Monty gave it to you. That's right. Then Monty tried to give it to me. Yeah. Um, so mononucleosis. Honestly, sounds like an STD. Yeah, it does. Um, is also known as the kissing disease, but despite the fact that it's called that, most of the time people get it from sharing drinks. Monty had a fucking root beer. Dude, I had a fucking Red Bull Italian soda, and then Monty was like, can I get some of that? And I was like, mm, don't really know you, but okay, sure. She took a sip, and then literally three weeks later, Mono, here I come, baby. But then I told Mr. Smith, Mr. I had Dr. Casey who was our vice president. vice president of the high school, uh, email every single one of my teachers, including the nurse also emailed all of them. And then by the time that the quarter was almost ended and I had missed almost a whole month of school, he was like, yeah, you were just really slacking off. You just weren't ever here. And then I'm like, because I had mono! And then he goes, 
I didn't know that. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, oh, he, he almost caused me not to graduate because of that shit. I wanted to fight him. And then, like, after, like, all of that, he got, like, his ass handed to him by Dr. Casey. Over, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, at, um, so in the Seattle Public School District, not to be so, like, putting people down about having bad grades. Instead of giving you Fs, they give you Es. And, <laughs> wow, so revolutionary. Because Fs stand for failure. Exactly. What, is, what can E stand for? Execution! <laughs> <laughs> and fucking, um, goddamn... Uh, Mr. Smith was forced to give me a D so that I would pass that class so that it would be added for my last elective so I could graduate high school. Thanks, Dr. Casey. I love you so much. <laughs> Dr. Casey was the, was like... The fucking best! Yeah, she's now the principal at Center School. Good for her. Yeah, she's really badass. You know, she's um, a lesbian. This makes a lot of sense. She drives a, she like, so t- stereotypical, like, lesbian. Were all our vice presidents lesbians? Hey, who's that one other person that the one the one the one that was really like out there? She ran the athletic department. She didn't like us. I'll never remember her name. Carrie Burr. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I will never remember. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, I don't know. Was she a lesbian? Yeah. Or gay? No, she was she was like an out lesbian. Oh, I didn't know that. Hmm. Hmm. She liked to supervise my softball team. Interesting. I don't know how I feel about that. I just, like, not, not not like that was, like, a bad thing, but I just, like, never knew that. You know, it wasn't, not that there's a stereotype where people have to, like, let you know that they're gay. It was just, like, everyone knew, and mm-hmm. that was, someone found out, and that was circulated, and we're like, oh, like, okay, cool, good to know. Nice. And that was just like, oh, like, it sounds awful now that I'm saying it, but, like, when you thought of our athletic director, that was just, like, the thing that came to mind. It was like, oh. one, oh, she, oh, she's, like, the kind of gay one. Two, oh, she's really mean to us. That's so true. Oh, 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 oh. Speaking of, like, Ballard Athletics, that whole thing about, like, the sexual assault with that 15-year-old on their soccer team. Did you hear about that? Yes. That shit's so wild to me. So, some background. This is, like, some Seattle news that came out a little while ago. What had happened was the girls' team, you know, you have a head coach, and you often, like, have an assistant coach. The assistant coach was um, having – was – I, I was it having sex or they were like they very... were like in a full-fledged relationship because like wild because she started when she was 14 years old and then um it had been going on for like two years they like were having a full-fledged relationship and then like they were like the texts were wild i remember yeah. reading those and like then how like they started like touching and stuff and like and like it got to the point where like i think that they were gonna ha- or that she like the uh assistant coach wanted to have sex and then she was like oh i don't think that this is right and then, mm-hmm. like, finally came out and, like, talked about it. Yeah, she told, like, one of her friends, or she told somebody. And, and then her friend was like, what the fuck, that's not right. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's weird. Seattle is kind of, like, a mecca for these cases. Mm-hmm. So Bush School, it's a private school. That happened with the um, the girls' soccer coach. Was this In this case, it was a dude. A dude was um, diddling his kids. And, you know, the Ballard. Yeah. There was a really, yeah, so there was that. Um, and then this is also in the news. I don't know why this made this main news, but I I don't remember this case. It's like one of the first really public, na- like nationally public cases of teachers having sex with their children. There was a female teacher, and she had um, she started a relationship with one of her students. And by the time he was fifteen years old, she had conceived two of his children. There was you know there's dude a lot that of- means they they must have started at thirteen at least. Oh. 
like these kids weren't twins. There's you know there was some distance between them. Um, they ended up getting married. Like they they tried really hard to make it work, and they just filed for divorce. I looked at the photo. This man's easily in his late thirties. What the fuck? This is this is a very old case because I, I I hadn't heard about this, and this would have been before my time. Dude, I hate that so much. Ugh, I like I hate the concept of that because like when you're in a role like that of being like a teacher or like let's say a coach, it's very mind boggling, and they end up doing a lot of. It's so manipulative. It's manipulative. Yeah, if you read texts, like you can see sometimes kids start wavering a little bit and. And they're like, oh, maybe not today. Like, oh, my mom doesn't want me to do that. And then they're like, no, you have to do it or else yeah. I'm going to tell everybody. Exactly. And they either they shame the children. Like, oh, like, everyone's going to know that you did this. Or they're like, how dare you do this to me? You meant, you know, I mean, so like, you mean so much to yeah. me and I mean nothing to you. And, the, you know, when you're when you're young and impressionable like that, you, I can remember being a, you know, a young child or a young teenager and, like, doing whatever I could to make my boyfriend happy. And it's the same concept. Like you just, you know, you want to make it work. You want you. You have this really giving personality, and it goes into these statutory rape cases. And and it just, and okay, like I can totally like understand like doing that with a boyfriend who's the same exact age as you. Mm-hmm. But when you're a fucking adult and you are just like, oh, but I thought you loved me. Oh my god, I thought we had something really. special. Special. You know, and wow. Not to be rude, but when I read these texts, the mental intellect of these teachers doesn't It's like, seem... how did you become a fucking teacher? It's not there. It, when I'm reading it, it's like, I, I feel like I'm reading this kind of possessive, like, young romance. Can I, can I tell y'all something? I think, like, part of the reason why this, like, became, like, such a public thing was from the show Pretty Little Liars when... Um, oh, my fucking God. The, the, what was the her t- name? Yeah. Um, um, it Aria. Was Aria and Mis- Mr. Fi- Mr. No, Ezra. Ezra. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, they had they had an open relationship and everyone thought that was okay because they met before he was even starting to teach is, at the are, school that she's... Is she supposed to be like 14 years old? Or no, she's no, supposed 15, to be like, like yeah. And it's like, they just have this fucking relationship. And I feel like that got in it got it into everybody's minds that like it was okay to do that or like like i honestly that's just somebody's that's just people's kinks and it's like i get that but please don't act on that shit children are children yeah for sure i like how we like started talking about (laughs) Um, you know i think we're still in the realm of like sex sex, and relationships sex and relationships the the story is don't do it with kids and, you know, you have to be critical of these teachers, but you also be critical of sometimes... You sometimes have to be critical of the students. I don't know what the fuck was up with our high school, but so when Chelsea and I were seniors, this girl from a local middle school became a freshman, and she was a band kid. And so oh. Chelsea knows where I'm going with this. I hate this story so much, but tell it, Christine. So you have this girl, and she's... It's, it's the summer before freshman year, and she's in band. So the end of summer, all band kids go to band camp. And band camp, like in American Pie, is very similar to real life. Where it's so true. It's a fucking orgy. Like, yeah. And so this girl, she, um, she's, a, she's a rising freshman, and she seeks out her boyfriend from middle school, who's, a, who's now a rising sophomore. His, he's this, I know this kid. He's a good kid. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not saying he's like a like, like, quote, quote, nice guy. Like, not, like, no, like, he's just a genuinely decent person. He's also and very allergic to dairy. Chelsea, um, I'm going to surprise you something with something. What? This isn't him. 
What? It's not him. Are you just saying that because I just said that incriminating detail about him? No, a lot of people can't handle dairy. This is literally, you don't know the full story. Now, this is going to be a really good moment. Like I'm, I'm really excited to see Chelsea's facial oh expression. Oh my fucking god, okay. Think of the age difference. The guy you're thinking of should be a senior. I just said it was a sophomore. Oh, you're so right. Okay. So there's this, you know, this is, she dated this guy in you know, middle school, and she seeks him out. They have sex uh, at band camp, as you do. But the thing is, she wasn't looking to start a relationship, which is fine. You can have sex, whatever. No, what she was trying to do is she was trying to get pregnant by this boy. So she's got a fucked up mother. Oh, that's right. We talked about this the fucking other day. Right, 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 right. Right. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Her mm-hmm. mother tells her to get pregnant for child support money. Hey, parents, knock that shit off. And the girl doesn't get pregnant because it's a one-time thing. And, like, I remember when, like, I remember when this is happening that the boy was so confused. He's like, I, we weren't, you know, we were safe. But, you know, accidents happened. But he was like, but we were really safe. And so the girl faked her pregnancy. She, she lied about being pregnant to get money from this poor boy. And if that wasn't, you know, fucked up enough, you know, eventually people find out she's not actually pregnant. This poor boy got, like, his mind boggled for a long time. And then she goes to date a really good friend of mine because I'm a senior at this time. And when they started dating, I was just like, you know, what are, you, you, you know the story. You were at band camp. My friend was, was in band camp with her when this happened. How, how do you pretend that it didn't happen? Like, and so also, so she's really young and he, you know, they have a three, four year age difference. I think it's four years. And he's 18 years old at the time and she's 14 years old and his parents are so uncomfortable and they're so scared because they're like, I don't want, you know, I don't want this to be an issue. And his parents never knew what this girl had done and they were already scared. So that was just a whole shit show. And there really isn't much for me to say other than, you know. This is why I have trust problems. Yes. They dated for a very long time. They dated, you know, throughout the rest of the year and after he left for college, which made things worse because there was now very much age difference and he was very much an adult by the time he graduated high school. And, you know, I don't, I don't have, I don't have any bias. I don't really know how to describe the situations because Sometimes women enjoy older men. I understand that. This this was a very interesting case to begin with. I think in this situation, when you know that you are a certain age, and like if you were the older one in that situation, they were, I and think- And they were constantly having sex. I think you need to be the more responsible one if you were the older one, because like at that point your brain is more developed. I don't care if you're giving into the lust. It's like mm-hmm. you, you can wait until you're both adults or until that person is old enough to be a consenting, like, the until they're at the age of consent. Like, it. exactly. And this, ironically, same friend group, another another dude, he also started dating somebody who was also in that same freshman class. I have no idea what happened our senior year. You get mono, this happens. But my other friend started dating another 14-year-old, and he really loved her. Like, like I felt so bad for him, but he... the his rule was if we're gonna date you need to tell your parents that i am i'm 18 years old and that you are 14 years old and that they are okay i mean i hope hey, that- mom and dad i'm 14 years old <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you're it's like yo I'm- steve still doesn't know my birthday 
dad was asleep when I was born. Stop. No, 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 no. It's like, it's kind of like uh, the Harry Potter thing. It's like, you're a wizard, Harry. I'm a what? You're 14. I'm 14 years old. You're what? <laughs> the same idea. And she's like, oh, yeah, I told my parents. And then he found out that she didn't. And he had to, he broke up with her. And it broke his heart. He took two days off of school. He just stayed at I home. remember that shit. Right now, I'm in this interesting dynamic where the people I live with and the people I'm close with are dating 40-year-olds. I don't say dating. They're constantly hooking up with 40-year-olds at least. My God. I could never. You know, and I, I don't just... Almost if they were really hot, like Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> I'd fuck Jeff Goldblum. Oh, dude, me too. I have a feeling that he's like a kinky-ass person. For sure. Like, you know, what movie is this? Guardians of the Galaxy, where he's in that outfit? <laughs> yes. He'd fuck in that outfit. I can imagine it. And I'm, tr- I'm trying really hard to relate to my friends. I'm trying to teach myself to not have opinions about mm-hmm. this. Because it, it's okay for, you know, 20-year-olds to have sex with 4-year-olds. It's genuinely okay. Like, these men, they're, are, they're not married. They're not trying to get married to these women. Like, they just enjoy having sex. That's all. Like these, and if it's consensual, it is consensual. It has to be because they're you know they're B, they're BDSM stuff. So like, there literally is like contracts and consents and things like that. Well, there's contracts. I didn't know that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have two friends who are having sex with older men, and one of them prefers being tied up. The other person just enjoys pain. So the one that likes bondage, con- like, contracts are really important. It's really you know consent's super important because when you're tied up, you can't get out. You know, so it's wild. it's it, it's an interesting concept and it's really important. I'm uh, sorry that we've gone off topic. But I, know, I, I, I but do I, hope I think it's, it's beca- enjoyable. Yeah, I think it's because we haven't been around for a while and we had so many things to catch up on. Yes, I, I definitely agree as, with this. As Christine said, a full year. <laughs> She's rolling her eyes at me. <laughs> Dude, how how did time pass? Dude, I don't know. I, like, also don't even remember the last episode. You were actually, uh, you weren't here in the last episode. No, I mean, but I can't even remember the last episode I was here for. I don't either. Uh, yeah, because I don't know if y'all know this. I make lots of depression jokes now because, like, I literally was so depressed. I would only, like, hang out with my boyfriend, and that's only because, like, he would make me feel, like, remotely better. Sorry, I just watched Christine do the most disgusting thing in the whole fucking world. You know how many people have done that? I was hoping it was amusing to you. It was. I was licking our pop filter. It's the little filter that in front of your mic. So then it goes, <laughs> Yeah, basically. And instead, <laughs> Actually, it sounds kind of the same. No, it's not like, <laughs> noises. It's like mouth noises. But yeah, millennials aren't having sex. Don't worry, we'll be back with more. This isn't like one and done. No, 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 it's not a one shot. We're not hitting it and quitting it. We're we're here for the long roll. We long are a long distance relationship. No, no, we, we are, are the long. We are the long. We're the commitment, really. Yeah, we are. We're we're here for the for the long haul. We're uh, we're we're uh, gonna propose to you. We're gonna we're gonna go to Thanksgiving dinner. Oh my god. We're not gonna break up before we're, Thanksgiving. We're gonna buy you. You know that's a thing. You know that's a thing. We're going to buy you lush bath bombs and give you back rubs in the bathtub. We're going to pop your pimples. That's how committed we are. We're going to tell you how to jerk off in the best way. And sex. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> it, is, 
<laughs> is the goal for this season to consistently have sex again? Is this Yeah, thing? can we like okay, so we'll just say that now. Hopefully by the by the end of this the season, I guess is over. I will have had sex. Let's make it happen, guys. We are gonna we, make Come on, y'all. Y'all virgins out there. It's okay if you want to still be a virgin, that's fine. But I'm like haven't had sex in so long that I feel like my hymen has grown back and I'm just like yeah. But for next week, we actually talk about relationships and we're talking about this really cool article came out. I'm not gonna spoil it for you guys because I want you guys to come back. There's, you know, talking about like how you act in high school. Not only how you act, but the relationships you have in high school and how they really how they um reflect your relationships as an adult. It's really interesting to discuss. I think so too. And it'll be fun. And we promise we'll be back next week. And we're not gonna go We're not going anywhere. We're not gonna go off tangent. Yes, we will. <laughs> we can never not promise that, Christine. I think that's half the reason why people listen to us. Hopefully. Hopefully. And the other half is actually learning education and shit and whatnot. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, but Christine and I are going to go get Euros now, but... Fucking hungry. Fucking starving, mate. But All right. Have a good week, guys. Thanks. And that's been Pillow Talk with Christine McVanagle and... Chelsea Langang. Woo! <laughs>